I'm here, I'm here. I'm here, I'm here. Ugh. Whew. Sorry about that. Should be good. The safe, uh... I'm getting a safe installed, and they were supposed to be here a while ago. And it weighed a ton. Well, nearly a ton. So, sly whistle? All right. Whew, sorry, sorry, sorry. How's everyone doing today? How's everyone doing? A safe for nothing. Yeah, that's true. A safe for all the souls of the lost guns. Playing magic. Oh, yeah. Addicted, huh? Take taking a break and watching here CCP cyber attacks on American infrastructure. Watch you. Oh yeah, nice. The safe people are feds. Yeah, probably. It's probably true. So I will be on. Infowars today is just today is just a messed up day. It's just a messed up day. So we have like an abbreviated show today, and then um, did I clean the slide whistle? No, I didn't. We have a messed up uh, day, and then I have um, Infowars in like an hour, well, hour and a half. Hasbro shopping D and D. Why do you need to say if lost all your guns in a boating accident? I know. Well, it's just the to give the perception. You know, it's just it's the it's the perception. That's what uh, that's what it's really about. You know. It's, it's, you know, it's so, it's so that people know that I could. People know that I could. That it could be an unsafe space, you know? That it could be. It could be an unsafe space.
Jerry got your velvety hot cocoa. It was amazing. Nice. It is good. Our hot cocoa is really good. Is a safe watertight so it keeps the guns dry at the bottom of the lake. Yes. I'm going to take the safe out there to go see them. <clears throat> By the time you get your guns out of the safe, you're already dead. Well, that would be if I didn't have weapons around the house. The safe is for when I'm not here. That's one like common misconception. The safe is for when I'm out of town. It's not for when I'm here. Only an idiot would keep all their weapons in a, in a safe at all times. Or somebody with kids, I guess. That <laughs> big sign on the yard that says, Warning, safe on premises. You know what that means. Yeah, yeah. That is true. They better know what that means. Ooh, kind of a poopy day of views today. Let's get on to some of the news. So, what do we think? MK Ultra? Do we think do we think MK Ultra on this uh YouTuber that uh beheaded his dad who's a federal employee? Who wrote books referring to himself as the second Messiah, the second coming of Jesus? He did think he was the second coming. Carbonated Bear. Jeremy, you were featured on China Observer video posted to YouTube. Little Pink played uh, the victim forcing backlash on both sides channel abroad. Uh, they shared some of their... Very cool. You know what's wild is like these people would all be institutionalized 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Uh, he was almost certainly on SSRIs. Almost certainly. So people that don't know, this guy uploaded a, a manifesto. I'm not going to show it. He uploaded a video to YouTube where he showed he had killed his fed father, allegedly, and held his, uh, held his severed head up uh, in a bag. The guy's a poster boy for reopening mental asylums. Yeah. Now, it was allegedly... I had some people thought it looked a little like a, I don't know, a little like a, a prop, a little like a prop. Um, the police say that they did find his body at the house. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to show it. Um, the video was up on YouTube for six hours. I mean, from the data I've seen, like, I don't. It looked. 
to me, it looked pretty real. Yeah, a real dead head looks fake. Yeah. So it's manifest out immediately, but still no Tranifesto. Yeah. Well, he uploaded it himself to Twitter, or I'm sorry, to YouTube. And it wasn't really a manifesto so much as like uh, he told everyone to like um, kill um, feds and all this kind of stuff. Um, his father was the guy planting the pipes around J6. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the eyes kind of give it away. Of course, Daily Mail's butthurt that it took YouTube six hours. Well, I mean, I'm not sure that they have the clip to write where he's cutting away to the head. Um, I suppose you could argue that you didn't know for sure if the head was real or not. I don't know. But we know that, well, he wasn't, yeah, of course they're going to say he was right wing, but he was really just a lunatic. He was really just a lunatic. Oops, I just I just scrolled by. He was fed posting really hard. Yeah. Yeah, SSRIs. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and venture that this was real. Um I I don't know that for a fact. He hated Trump, I know that. Yeah, this one is one that uh, people will drop like a hot potato because he explicitly said he didn't like Trump. Gorlock is back. Gorlock the Destroyer. In the 90s, everyone wanted to be fat. Unfortunately, no one understood the acronym, and now everyone is fat. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that, you know, I'd say that uh, this one was real, just an actual lunatic. Just like an, a literal actual lunatic. That's my, that's my guess. You'd rather watch the head than the Gorlock? Well, we've got to talk about Gorlock. We just do. Gorlock the Destroyer is really upset. We have to talk about it. This story keeps getting weird. The guy whose friends died checked into rehab. I'm going to guess they all did coke and had fentanyl in it and they OD'd. Three of his close friends... Under extremely tragic circumstances, Jordan recognized he had a problem with addiction. So now he's going to run to, he's going to run to rehab. Here's what happened to those three guys that died. They did coke in, and co the coke had fentanyl in it and they all died, OD'd and died. That's what. That's what that's what really happened. It'll be a while to until uh we actually see if that's the case. But 
Yeah, you can't even like, I mean, I don't understand why are they putting it, why people are putting it in cocaine and stuff. Why are you like killing, you're killing the people, you're killing your customers. That doesn't seem like good business. Not to me anyway. Their deaths were COVID related, I heard. I'm conflicted on this from James. I'm conflicted on this as a promotional tool for James O'Keefe. Um, and I'll tell you why. He put out like... Oh, you guys couldn't hear it? Okay, hold on. I'm not suicidal, but I'm not afraid to die because at this point I'm indifferent to the outcome and, and frankly numb to the consequences. I, I've adapted to this whole idea of, of faith over fear. What do you mean fear? What are you afraid of? I don't know how you cannot fear them doing something to you. I mean, you, you what are, are they gonna What are they going to do to me? What, what's the problem? They're going to kill me? Whether my life is complete or not is not up to me. What happens next, I do not know. If there's more to come, so be it. I'm going to expose the blackmail schemes and next week it's going to get bigger because we're taking you beyond just this individual and we're gonna go to people who work at the highest levels. I'm not afraid because I've lived a great life at 39 years old. I've been through a lot of- Now, I'm, con I'm, I'm conflicted on this. They edited in the weird, sad piano music. Um, I don't, I don't love that. I don't love the, I mean like, here's the only thing I'll say. Here's what I'll say. He's. He, I hope that this is like a big, big story. You know what I mean? I hope it's a big story. I hope it's not just like. Uh, he put out this long thing about, you know, I've lived a good life and this, that and the other thing. I mean, I, I've got a lot of love for the work James does. I've got no reason to believe that he would be like you know, um, you know, dishonest, but I hope that he's not like, I'm worried that he, he I hope he's, I hope he's not overhyping it. You know what I mean? It's a little cringe, but it gets a point across. Yeah, that's, I think that's how I feel. I, I don't like calling James cringe, but I think the, like adding the sappy music to it, I didn't care for that. And like this long scred about like how his life is in danger. I mean, I just hope, and it's all to t promote a Twitter space. Like I hope, uh, I hope that, um, I hope that the story matches the energy, you know, cause otherwise people are going to be pissed. You can kind of only do the, you can kind of only do the, this story's so big, people want to kill me thing. Can I can kind of only do that once, you know? That's all I'm saying. Is that, am I being too, um, am I being too, 
jaded. We all do some cringe stuff in our lives as well. Yeah, I think it, it would have been fine without the music, you know. If anything, I would have thought his life was in danger after the, after the um, Pfizer expose. You know? It's, it's wild because <clears throat> a lot of the stuff he reports, a lot of the stuff he reports, uh, they're like bombshells and then they just get ignored. Because people are like, oh, it's James O'Keefe. It's like, okay, but even if you don't like James O'Keefe, you know, can you acknowledge that there's like, people are just using fake names to donate money to Act Blue and nobody gives a damn? Like, not, not even the IRS? If he comes with dirt on Hillary, if he comes with dirt on, on um, Bill Clinton or Epstein, th this, is, this would be... Okay, Mega Forever says, no, that's true. You better bring the goods if you put that out. That's how I feel. I have no problem supporting him, signal boosting it, but this is a, this is a big thing. Like, you know, this is the biggest story of my life thing, and I hope he brings whatever, like, you know, whatever he has to say I hope is impactful. Because, you know, James is kind of hit or miss. You know, like sometimes his stuff is really good or, enter or sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's entertaining, like the Mark Cuban thing. And other times it's kind of like a kind of a nothing burger. But it's never untrue. You know. It's never been like untrue. Wait, what? Ian O'Keefe and Ian singing Foo Fighters and Tears for Fears on Timcast? I didn't... I don't know what... Did you see Um, Tim's like viewers are like... Have you ever looked at Tim's comment section? It's like they don't even like him. But they're watching videos. They're like all... They're all negative. It was really weird. I never really I was looking at his comment section for the the um the YouTube decapitation guy because he scooped me on it. He uploaded his video first. But like the comments are very negative. A lot of people hate watch him, it looks like. I suppose I suspect that's probably true of me. Too. But I don't really see this level of negativity in my own comments. I like everybody in his comment section is just making fun of him. I, I don't. I don't get it. They're just listening to hear what he'll say next. Oh. I can't do the 25 minute video. People give me shit for doing 10 minute videos on topics. I can't do I can't do the 25 minute. I can't do the 25 minute scred. It's too damn long. It's too damn long. You know what isn't too long though? By the way, this stream, which is going to be kind of short because I'm going to be on InfoWars. I'd love for you guys to come over and watch me on InfoWars. 
Um, but what also is nice is CB Distillery, a product I use every single day. Every single day I use this product, and I have a promo code for you. Get you 20% off. Let me guess, your medicine cabinet is crammed full of stuff that doesn't work. You're still not sleeping, you're still hurt, and you're, stre and you're stressed out. That's how it was for me, so I cleared out my cabinet and reset my health with CBD from CB Distillery. It has been a real change. I 100% mean that. The exact product I take is right here, the 30 milligram full spectrum CBD. CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality clean ingredients. No fluff, no filters, just pure CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm. 80% said CBD helped them with pain after physical activity. And an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. If you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like I did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source I trust. I have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code the quartering one word for 20% off that cbdistillery.com code the quartering cbdistillery.com. So it's going to be interesting to see what he brings at <clears throat> three o'clock. Tim's long ass videos are often five minutes of the topic and 20 minutes of what the fuck ever. Yeah, that's why I can't watch him. I can't watch him for that. Tim still employs Shane Cashman, so that's one reason to make fun of him. <laughs> uh, Salas Paulus says, can we finally have World War III? I think World War III has been happening. So how will I know? What link do you think I should be sharing with people for when I go on InfoWars? Do you think it'll just be live? I'm going to ask them. I wish I could just stream it, but I don't think I can. Uh, I'm going to ask, um, is it live and is there a link I can share? No big deal. Just texting Alex Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I made sure we're talking about Rumble on the show. Uh, King of Biltong, good afternoon from Anton's of Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping on your Biltong with code the Q, one word, on landedbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Looking for a healthier snack alternative? Get you some Biltong. I also enjoy Biltong. Transgender influencer is speaking out about the declining masculinity. This is a man pretending to be a woman. I just want it, just so we're clear, so you guys know, this is a man pretending to be a woman. And is have, having a hard time finding a man who can do masculine things and say, men need to start being men. Remarkable. This is this person, just so everyone knows. The internet knows her 
them as Gorlock the Destroyer, but will it piano? Like, just based off of the conversation we're having now. <sighs> like, if it were a date? Yeah. Because this is technically like a date, like a mini date. Go back. You know I want to I'm not really sure. Kind of got a blindfold on, so I don't really know what to ask you. You can okay, take a blindfold so off. I'm not your typical 10, so like what are looks like everything to you? Like what is the vibe? Not everything, but it plays a big part. For sure. Well, with that being said, you can take your blindfold off. Oh, fuck no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> like just based off of the conversation we're having. Uh, <sighs> like if it were a date? Yeah. Because this is technically like All a right, date. I just like shared a mini it. date. Go back. You know I want to I'm not really sure. Kind of got a blindfold on, so I don't really know what to ask you. You can okay, take the blindfold so off. I'm, I'm not your typical 10, so like what are looks like everything to you? Like what are, Is this his smashed titties in like a see-through shirt? The vibe. Not everything, but it plays a big part. For sure. Well, with that being said, you can take your blindfold off. Oh, fuck no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Never a more, I mean, could there be a more authentic reaction? Is there, I mean, it, you know? Jabba the don't. Okay, so I got the stuff from InfoWars. Sorry I'm a little scattered today, everyone. Um... This uh, safe delivery thing was kind of a screw up. So if you, I shared this. So I'll be on. Echoes and builds on claims made by yeah. conservatives from our state. The U.S. government has moved bioweapon labs to Denver and injecting healthcare staff with live Ebola and it's shedding and spreading. That's the big takeaway, folks. Insanity. The CDC tells Nine News that the vaccine contains only a portion of the Ebola virus to stimulate an immune response. So it would be impossible, the CDC says, for people who receive the vaccine to shed the full Ebola virus to others and infect them despite what America's most infamous conspiracy theorist claims. CDC finds lapses in latest lab mishap with Ebola virus. They house some of the most All right, dangerous so that'll viruses be, and deadly bacteria. That'll be where we are. So I don't know if you guys saw this. So anyway, I guess people don't really care about this weirdo who thinks men aren't masculine enough. Wait. I'm on right now? Oh, shit. Hold on. Okay, let's see if I can just stay streaming. Let's just see if I can stay streaming. Hold on. Oops. Oops. Hold on. Uh... Wow, today is really, I really freaked up today, guys. Okay. Okay, hold on. Let's see if I can just do it together. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me um, go big face here. Good thing I... Quote tweet it. So I've been making Alex wait. 
Oh, here we go. Here we go. There is an Ebola vaccine that has been given to Denver health workers, paramedics, nurses, and doctors in anticipation of a possible future Ebola outbreak. Jeremy, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, fantastic. Uh, just just need the video, and then uh, we should be good to go. Um, oh, yeah, sure. Are, are you hearing me clearly? Yes, I can hear you. Um, just right. trying to get the video feed. One sec. No worries. No worries. 31% of the time. 31.7% is the term is the number that they put in the package insert. They can also read that uh, there hasn't been testing according to the package insert on how this would affect people that are immune compromised. Why is Denver Health vaccinating people now for a potential Ebola outbreak? What do they know and what are they preparing for? Well, disconnected from that, they're building a new bat lab, which looks by all accounts, to be a Wuhan Institute of Virology 2.0 on steroids. Uh, we got about uh, a minute before we go live. Okay. Deception, deception, deception. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. We'll be right back. InfoWars.com forward slash. I'm not on Team NFL. I'm not on Team NBA. I'm not on Team Olympics. I'm not... Uh, did you figure out the camera? Give me a sec. Okay. Loves God and loves our families and loves humanity and knows that we're destined to do even more incredible things than we've already done together. And so, inspired by my conversation with Elon Musk recently, where he agreed with my idea to call it Team Humanity, we've launched two limited edition t-shirts. Let people know that, hey, it isn't about the football games or it isn't even about the UFC. It's about Okay. Um, Great quartering interview. When I was on Friday Night Lights with them a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago. Guys, go to Alex Jones on Friday Night Lights. They're a great hit show on YouTube and everywhere else. It reaches tens of millions a month. And, 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 and let's play that intro, start of the next segment. Alex Jones and the quartering. They do such a great job on Friday Night Lights. They got so many podcasts, I can't keep track of them. I'm a big fan. Jeremy's from the quartering. Popular YouTube and Rumble commentator with over a million subscribers and owners of the coffee brand coffee.com and a political coffee company seeking to just get the people great coffee the quartering.com on x the quartering rumble the quartering and jeremy i've been wanting to get you on for a while you got a lot of big topics here taylor swift the crazy psyop the alex Jones video game hollywood culture rejected the future of social media youtube guy beheading his dad uh, i mean <laughs> a lot of craziness i wanted to get you on because I love you and I appreciate you. I've wanting this for a while, so I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you can make it with us, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks thanks for having me on, Alex. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, we had a great conversation on uh, Friday Night Tights together, and uh, you know we Friday talked. Friday Night to- Tights, yeah, it's not likes. <laughs> yeah, I, See, I, I don't have a teleprompter. Yeah, I no, no, I, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, and the, um, we talked about a lot about the you know, culture and, and, um, how Hollywood are, people are rejecting Hollywood nowadays. People are, are very clear about knowing that they are getting the message from Hollywood. And it's fun to see all these movies flopping and, and people finally starting to reject the programming that Hollywood's been forcing on everybody. Absolutely. I mean, where do you want to start? Let's you're a smart guy. I watch your show like at least every two or three times a week. And that's saying a lot because there's so much media out there. 
Mm. How would you describe the way the world is right now and where America is? And are you optimistic or are you, are you depressed? What do you think? Well, I try to stay optimistic. Uh, I would say that we're definitely at an inflection point right now where uh, it's difficult to know uh, just which way things are going to tip. Um, I feel uh, I feel optimistic that there's an opportunity for change, that there's some real uh, uh, people standing up and kind of fighting against what's going on with our with our uh, our leader currently. I mean, it's easy to get mired in the sadness that we are in. I don't know about a half dozen wars right now that we know of, and uh, that seems to be increasing every day. But uh, you know, election time is only ten months away. And um, I'm hoping that people will uh, get out, mobilize, and um, and uh, hopefully really start to change. I think people are getting woken up to the uniparty too more. Um, that you know, just because there's a D or an R in front of somebody's name doesn't mean they necessarily um, uh, are open and representing your particular issue. So I think people are getting more educated now than ever in politics, and I think that that's a good thing long term. I agree, but that's what makes the globalists so desperate because they know they're losing. Yeah, they are. They're losing. They're they lost Hollywood. Um, I I didn't think that would ever happen. I mean, we're seeing they destroyed a trillion dollar industry to try to take us out, and everybody hates them. And and I've seen the new Star. I'm not even a big fan of media, but the new Star Wars franchise is going to be more woke. <laughs> yeah, if that was, if you couldn't, if if you didn't think it was possible, Disney will make things more woke. And when you look at the billions that they've lost in, in their movies in just the last year, I think that that tells you something, that people out there are waking up. They they're they're, don't want to give these people money. They don't want to give them money to program their children. Moms don't no, feel totally safe agree, anymore. No, I totally agree, but they don't back down. It's like they're, they're zombies or robots or, or kamikazes. Yeah, well, that part is concerning because you wonder if they're ever going to run out of money because they keep doubling down and doubling down. And no matter how much uh, people tune out, uh, this stuff just keeps getting put out there, which is amazing to me. Um, I'm hoping that that money drives up at at some point, but it's difficult to know. That I'm less optimistic about. I feel like Hollywood. No, you're will right. Just... BlackRock has unlimited money, and so people think, oh, it's destroying Bud Light. Oh, it's destroying. They don't care. Target's destroyed. They don't care because it's a weapon. Yeah, they just use these are all different tools that they use that globalists use that people who want to push the message use. And you're right. They're just tools and they're, they're, it's they're, like if I'm in a bar and I smash you over the head with a beer bottle or a wine bottle, I don't care what happens to that. So to BlackRock worth, you know, quadrillions of stolen money, Target or, or, or Anheuser-Busch or Hollywood, just a beer bottle. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And it's hard for a nor like regular everyday people to understand that, but they don't care. You talk about Target losing billions in market cap. BlackRock doesn't care. Um, they, they don't care. They look, they're like, well, did we move the needle? Um, we look at you know how much money George Soros injected into various things. You think that guy cared about making money? No, he didn't care about that stuff because they have infinite money. So how do we stop him? Well, geez, I mean, if I had if I do that answer, Alex, uh, I'd probably be in your chair. But I I don't um I don't know. I think I tell my viewers every day or very often about making little incremental changes to your life. It doesn't seem as big and as exciting as like these big boycotts that happen and things of that nature, but making little changes in your life, supporting companies that support your values, 
getting out and voting locally in the local elections. And by the way, the globalists fear that in their own documents. They say people that have the little victories and incremental, that's what they fear. When you make a decision, you're not going to beat it overnight, folks. You're going to move the needle our way, though. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's how I feel. I try to coach my viewers on that, too. Like, hey, if you don't like Bud Light, pick a different beer. You don't like um, just one or two things every week. You make these small changes. You stop going to the movies. You stop. And, and once you train yourself to not fun woke, then you see it everywhere. And now you're not. And it feels it's like and once you're not involved in woke, you go, it all sucked anyways. Yes. Why did I ever do it? That's exactly right. It's like you see the Matrix, like in the actual Matrix movie where Neo finally sees it. And it's like, oh, yeah, I can. You stop watching this stuff. It's called the fear of missing out or FOMO, which is what a lot of people it, Hollywood relied on that for years. Like, oh, you got to watch this new show. You got to see this new thing. And then once you don't and you realize that your life isn't any worse for it, it gets really easy to just not consume their programming. Keep going, brother. Keep preaching. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, as we as we continue in this 2024, we know that Hollywood is on the ropes. We know that every you know, most of these mainstream television shows, this was a major avenue. Uh, they're on the ropes. We know that people are aware that uh, celebrities are being used in uh, to to uh, sway opinions in elections. We talked we saw this. People are talking about right now. Taylor Swift being used to try and prop up the Democratic Party or the establishment. People, the more people get aware, the more we can defend against it. And the more people start getting their own, um, you know, their little spider senses about certain stuff where it's like, wait a minute here, what's going, what's the bigger picture? The more times people ask themselves that question, those are the incremental things that if you look five years from now, a lot in your life will change. And it starts locally and it starts with, you know, getting on your school boards or going and voting in your local mayor or little town hall stuff or you know, it starts getting involved in the little things. And when lots of people do that, that's how you can create change. Not not sitting at home and wondering, like asking yourself the big questions because the big problems are solved by fixing many smaller problems. There's usually not one By the way, you fix. just nailed it. I'm always thinking a way to quantify this. We're not trying to get people to see our view or having to reapply propaganda. There's a lie you got to keep reapplying forever. The truth or taking the red pill is like, spidey sense we just want you to change your angle and it's we know what we're saying is right it's been proven and then just join us in taking the blinders off just get the spidey sense we don't want to tell you what to do we don't want to control your life but we don't want you brainwashed being used against us we want to be your friend but by joining the globalists you become an enemy yeah exactly the more people can make informed decisions um the more voices that are out there which is why it's so important that there's more options than ever in terms of uh, you know free speech supporting platforms out there like Rumble, and now we, you you were recently reinstated on X. There's more platforms now in 2024 where differing opinions. I'm not even saying just because they're different they're correct, but just different off narrative of, uh, opinions can now be more easily found today in 2024 than a, just a few months ago. And I think that's going to be a wildly powerful tool. That's why these places don't want. Elon Musk owning Twitter. That's why these places don't want Rumble because they know that uh, they're far more difficult to control than YouTube, which has been in lockstep with these people, or Twitter, which was in lockstep with these people since their inception, or Facebook, for example. They're afraid of these new kind of rogue elements where people can go and speak freely. Beautifully said. What do you, because I watch your show, I think you really make great points. What do you see happening to Trump the next 10 months and where we're all at right now? Try to people to wear the glasses like they live, trying to make people see 
yeah. again, just 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 get the spider sense. Just we're not telling you what to do. Just see it. It's right there. Yeah, I think that you you the, the kind of the establishment is running out of um so 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 called bullets to fire. They've done all the legal stuff. They've done all the um you know these you know defamation lawsuits. They're trying to make him. They're trying to break him. And you know, in my viewership, not maybe not everyone's a big a Trump supporter or not. I try to keep it reg regularly even keel, but I'll say generally the level of attack that he has faced over the past five years is, is basically unprecedented. It's like actual warfare on an American citizen. And uh, I, I would say that leading up to the election, there are no options off the table. And I don't want to like, you know, speculate to the level that these people will go because I've already seen how far they will go. We're seeing some of the cracks forming though. We're seeing this investigation in Georgia um, that this thing's going to fall apart because that woman is super corrupt. Um, we're seeing, you know, stuff in New York. We're seeing some of these, we're seeing a lot of corruption. Um, oh, get it's exposed. so obvious. It's like in Gladiator where they, where the bad guy stabs him before the match, except it's been done like 20 times. Yeah. They're like <laughs> stabbing him in public and rigging everything. Even Megyn Kelly thinks E. Jean Carroll may have just handed the election to Trump. I mean, no one is buying that loony lady. Yeah. Her, her, her appearance on, um, MSNBC was an embarrassment too. Uh, she was like on. a gremlin rubbing her hands together, like, <laughs> like literally the Wicked Witch. Like they're gonna recast her in the new Wizard of Oz. Yeah, well, she's now uh, she's white, so that probably wouldn't happen. But the um, the <laughs> I think that they they uh, I think that what Trump is doing is it's forcing them to show their hands, and as it gets closer to the election, we're gonna see a lot more revealed. We've seen that they're willing to bend the law to weaponize our justice system. We've seen that they're willing to have these, you know, insane legal settlements against them, $83.3 million in one of the most insane, uh, the, the second most insane illegal ruling outside of Alex Jones. There, there's, we've seen that the, the, the judicial system has been compromised and everyday regular people are starting to see that. And as we get closer to 2024, the election, I think they're going to get more desperate and I think they're going to make a mistake. That's what I guess I'm hoping. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm cautiously hoping that. Oh no, I totally agree with you. But the problem is now they're leaning towards total war as their avenue of escape. And we know historically, anytime a regime's in trouble, yeah. they'll, they'll start a war. Yeah. And then it becomes much more difficult to vote the president out and all sorts of things. Like I, I mentioned this earlier, people are talking about world war three, you know, almost like tongue in cheek for a long time. I would argue that it's happening right now that, you know, the U S is involved in multiple theaters of war, whether it's in Ukraine or Israel, the red sea, or in Texas on our own border. These are all things that a desperate uh, regime will do to uh, keep control. Now we've got this stuff boiling up with Iran, Iran. Um, it's scary to be, I, I mean, if I were a, um, a draft age, uh, U.S. mail right now. I'd be... I was about to say, my son is 21. My oldest daughter's 19. They ain't going to fight the Iranians. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Yeah, that's that's. I, I really do think about. I think about that. Our kids going over there now to to essentially keep Joe Biden in office. Apparently, I I don't I don't understand what's. You know, there's no amount of lives that some people are willing to. Uh, and look at the left. They all want nuclear war. And are, uh, do they, 
are they ready to get drafted for this? Of course this not. This isn't LARPing. This isn't a game, folks. Yeah, well, it's all fun and games when it's drone strikes and, and everything else. But the reality is, you know, you're talking about boots on the ground in some of these places. And, uh, you know, it's easy to sit on Twitter and tweet about this, that, or the other thing and have various flags in your bio. But when stuff gets real and... Uh, when you're putting an 80-pound pack on your back and march up a mountain to fight crazy jihadis, it yeah. ain't a joke no more. Right. And, th and that's... I, I don't think most of these people that are asking for this are pushing for this really understand that. But again, we're also ruled by a bunch of people that won't even have to live to see a lot of their decisions that they're making play out, uh, which is causing. By the way, I agree with that, but they're also trying to start a domestic war with the veterans and gun owners. Also not a very smart move. Veterans <laughs> and gun owners will make the Taliban look like a cakewalk. Yeah. I always think that that's funny that um, gun grabbers, uh, anti 2A people, think that it would just be so easy and that you know we don't we could go back and look at imagine swallow as well we'll use nukes nukes would destroy whole cities their own people yeah we, we couldn't conquer vietnam because they wouldn't give up that's what i was saying and imagine how and look at the size of vietnam versus the united states like the, the idea and by that, the way we were a country of john waynes back then i had a bunch of families that were like badasses I mean, and, and, and they couldn't beat us they wouldn't give up we'll be 50 times vietnam yeah 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 there's no way um, that, 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 that will happen. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's weird that people think it would be so easy just to deploy. And, and it's like, who, who I you said it. Oh, you don't have F-18s. I'll just, what the hell does that even mean? You need people to enforce. You need, who's going to enforce this? You, are their military going to deploy against his own citizens? I mean, it, it's, it's insane to me. Even Joe Biden has said stuff like that before. Like, you know, the, our own politicians say, oh, yeah, we have F-18s, we have drones, this and that. It's like, what are you talking about? Why are you even fantasizing about, first of all, infringing our Second Amendment rights? And they got the new movie about civil war coming out, and all, yeah, they're, they're salivating. Yeah, it's really, a, a, it's, a, it's the ultimate control. Um, and, you know, the, the, it's mind-blowing to me, Alex. I, I don't really understand uh, how you get to that point where these past two years in this country— have been extremely concerning for me. I think that we have so many problems here, 100,000 dead every year from fentanyl or opioid overdoses, homeless just piling up. We have an invasion on our southern And we gotta border. have World War Three over three dead US troops. Right, exactly. And then we and that shouldn't have even been there in the first place. And it's, it's just, I think- Well, they put them out there like bait to be targeted. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, that's a sad truth of it, really. Uh, you know, they need a reason to uh to justify their righteous drone strikes and you know 5000 miles from from United States soil where we have innumerable problems that we should be handling on our own this is why people that who are america first um you know in that in their thought processes are so villainized by the mainstream media it's it's not that we don't care it's not that i don't care about other countries it's that we have so many problems in our own backyard i can't even bother to look over the fence at my neighbor's backyard uh, and it's it's wild that well, we just keep ignoring it. Well, you also notice with like bad teenager kids or whatever, not that I had them, but I've read about it. <laughs> yeah, they always want to control everybody else, but not themselves. Whenever we've got our own problems, we want to tell everybody else what to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Imagine being somewhere else and hearing from America about how to run things. You know, it's it's our education system's in shambles. I, I could go on and on about all the problems that we have in this country. Yet, so what I, are you predicting is going to happen? I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but you're a smart guy. Yeah. Do you mean with the election or in general? Just all of it. What, what, what's on you? Know, I like, think this, like if you're sitting there talking to your wife at dinner. Yeah. She says, honey, what do you think? I'm concerned. My wife asked me and I just say, 
if we stand up and do the right thing, things will be better. If we don't, we're screwed. But all I can promise you is like Churchill did is a lot of pain. Like they, I, I think now we've gone over the edge. I don't think I don't want to lie to anybody. We are fucked. I mean, uh, the question yeah. is how fucked are we? Yeah. Well, I think the unfucking process is important and that starts with the election this fall. But I also think um, that, you know, from a practical standpoint, I think we are in for some pain. What does that look like? Well, continued inflation, continued increase in um, grocery costs, shrinkflation, which is something that not a lot of people even really track, where you're getting less product for more money or less product for the same money as opposed to paying more for the same thing, which is rampant. More across air the in the packages, injecting water in the meat. It's everywhere. Yes, correct. And this is something that not a lot of people are, are, are paying attention to. So, you know, my, when I talk to my wife about this kind of stuff, I say, hey, make sure we've got like three or four months worth of stuff you like, you know, don't panic, but, you know, just have stuff in case the supply chain gets interrupted this summer. Save your money. You know, don't be making any big purchases this election year. Hold on. Try to live underneath, live below your means for a while and and just that's be exactly safe. what i do i say let's not go out tonight let's just cook here we just do the exact same thing yeah so that's that's you know from i try to look at everything from a really practical standpoint because some of the bigger like the big ideas the stuff that you battle with i'm not smart enough to really think about or, or communicate but what i try to say no, is no, like, don't, don't be so democratic you're right the real war is at the ground level well I tr at least that's the only thing i could put my hands around so I say, you know, hey, register to vote. Get a, get a friend to register to vote. You know, the Republicans lost the last election for a lot of reasons, and we won't go down that whole road. But one thing that, I, that they did much better than Republicans was recruit people to go vote or go getting, getting votes. Republicans sucked at that. I think one of Trump's biggest mistakes were to tell people to ignore mail-in balloting and just, you know, uh, we have to get more aggressive in voting. We have to get better. We have to beat them at their own game. And I think that... You know, just because you get Trump in office, you know, that doesn't necessarily fix everything, but it's a step in the right direction. I think this summer is going to be very, there's going to be a lot of turmoil this summer. I would say, I don't mean to scare anybody, but there's going to be something that happens. There's going to be an event, an oh, uprising. there's going to be a something. new George Floyd, you know it. Yes, right. There'll be something like that. Um, you know, they've been trying to push a million different strains of, uh, you know, the new super virus, super COVID, double, triple COVID. Oh, it's coming. Be prepared. So all this stuff, we see it coming. We know their playbook so we can be ready for it. If we're just mindful and we think in, you know, we think exactly. We got to get on a war. We got to get on a war footing. Yes. Yeah. We have to just know what they're going to do. Be prepared, be prepared and react to it accordingly. As opposed to always, for example, the last COVID, you know, and all the lockdowns, we didn't know what was going on. So we were reacting to everything, but now we, we know the playbook. We know what they want to do. We know what happened in the last election, so we need to be more, instead of complaining and whining and complaining about this out of the other thing that we can't change, we have to be proactive and make changes now to be ready for whatever they might try, which well, that's which where is I'm at. I mean, I'm literally with family like, who cares if the neighbor parked in our parking spot? Who cares if the dog craps in our yard? We should not even be worried about that. We should be getting right with God, warning everybody, getting prepared, cutting costs, getting focused and doing everything we can to stop this because yeah, once it all, once the full veil of civilization is pulled away, nobody's going to worry about that anyways. We've got to get in that mode now because I, I, I can see it. we're going into a crash landing. The question is, is it survivable or do we all die? Yeah, I think the answer is it is survivable. Uh, and uh, I try to talk about this um, 
when I, uh, you know, I, I, I have a show just like you, not on your, uh, not, not as big as Alex Jones. And I'm really glad to be here, by the way. I want to mention that. Oh, um, come on. You got a huge show. Well, your show. yeah, it's, it's, um, I've got a nice uh, show I do on rumble every day from, uh, noon to two Eastern. So when people are done while watching Alex, they can always watch me or later when you can watch it later. But one of, that's one of the things I talk about. I try to really fight the urge, the, the black pill, the, um, the, this feeling of helplessness. It's really pervasive in our circles. I'm sure that you feel like this sometimes. Oh, Alex. they want us to do that because if they demoralize us, they win. Yes. Stay right there, my friend. We're going to come right back. On the other side, I'm going to air a little bit of the intro uh, from Friday Night Lights. No, it's Friday Night Tides. <laughs> I'm teleprompter free, folks. I'm getting the pun off Friday Night Lights. It's Friday Night Tides. And so we're going to do that. Uh, Jeremy from The Quartering, thequartering.com, uh, X, The Quartering, Rumble, The Quartering. He's been a big friend of mine. You know, I didn't barely even knew him until I was on the show a few years ago. When I was being deplatformed, he was there supporting us. So he's a great guy. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran owned and veteran operated it's powered by how's the it going guys man coffee ladies and gentlemen this is the best tasting best smelling strongest coffee that i have ever drank it is game changing all you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund your operation A360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape to Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wig of America. And finally, the best tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the new world order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are. And that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity. And then there's mass sterilization that's already taken place. And they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing 
stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most of the other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements, so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war, but I guarantee you, you take us for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link, X2. Hey, buddy, we're going to come out and play a little bit of the promo. We're going to Taylor Swift everything else. Here we go. Or.com, X2. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Do you want to take a life? Do you want to cross that line? Because it's a long way back from hell. Um, this Friday night that I hit a wall. I was supposed to be finishing my nightly newsletter that I mentioned. Wow! Oh, yes, yes, yes. And so Brian Stelter created Alex Jones. Do you like your new body? your new body. I love it. Your operation's blown. This is my biggest bucket list right here. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh my god. She gone or is she here? Kathleen Kennedy's employment status is queer. What's happening? What are you over in the UK? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just some some limey. Um, but no, but, but you, well, you're it, extremely it's... handsome.
Front lines of the information war. Big fan of Jeremy from the quartering and all the different shows they produce. She, oh, I'm a fan. Look at that. That is an incredible intro they did just for me when I was on their show. And the show is always that good. So when I'm down or on a road trip or stuck in traffic, I go over and I see what the folks at the quartering are doing and Friday night tights. As I said, Friday night lights earlier. All right, Jeremy, getting serious here. Great, great, a great job on that. Let's talk about YouTuber beheading his dad. Taylor Swift's PSYOP, The Border, increase in censorship this year, the video game, Hollywood culture, everything. You've got the floor. Okay, well, I, I think um, in the, the YouTuber, the, the, the beheading thing this, this uh, day earlier that happened today, I think is going to be interesting to see how the media covers it because this is somebody that, um, you know, right, right on time, there was some certain legislature that was supposed to get passed around militias today that ended up, um, you know, the timing was, was weird. This individual declared they were the president of the United States, from my understand, decapitated, uh, allegedly his father, then uploaded the video of his head to, to YouTube. It's weird out there. Uh, if anything, I, I'm no longer surprised by, you know, these headlines, which I used to think would be from the national Enquirer or something like that. But now it's, it leads right into what a lot of people are calling this. You know, a lot of people feel like they don't know what to trust these days, which is why a lot of people talk about, you know, Taylor Swift, for example, and that video um, from the intelligence agency where they literally floated Taylor Swift's name out there as somebody that they could use to pass information. This is not new. This, you know, the government... And we know Soros owns our catalog, and now it's like this weird psychological thing where... Oh, be against Trump, vote for Swift. You're really voting for Biden. But yeah, it's definitely a psyop. Yeah, it's, it seems very weird, um, you know, that, that, that this woman who, you know, I don't know. Her music is not my, my taste. That's neither here nor there. Um, it's like she's everywhere all the time in every newspaper, 
their entire magazine racks where like every single magazine has her on the cover. Um, it, it's a weird time to be, you know, now you can't even watch football without seeing her face or hearing them talk about him. Undoubtedly, she will soon be endorsing somebody for president. Um, you know, she'll be called on to get people to register to vote. Um, you know, one thing I'll say about that. She's the globalist secret weapon. And I think disengaging and not fighting whether is the answer. I agree. Republicans have totally taken the bait. I, we're, we are exactly on the same page there. I think we're creating this thing. We're spending all this time talking about, oh, Taylor Swift, PSYOP, this, that, and the other thing. I 100% agree. We need to keep our heads down and ignore it um, rather than being obsessing about it. That's why I haven't made a video about it even. I'm like, I don't even want to feed into it because um, what Republicans need to be doing is finding their own influencers and their own figureheads that they can use out there instead of whining about the Republicans do this all the time. The Democrats do something and the Republicans whine about it. Instead of whining about it, they need to beat them at their own game. They need to find people that they can use to, you have to fight fire with fire at some point. You can't keep saying that I'm going to hold my head high and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be above all this. You can't, you just don't win Well, that that's way. because the Republicans have always been a vestigial party to the Democrats, except during the Civil War. And so they respond to what the Democrats do. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that goes back to earlier when we were talking about stuff we could do. You know, it's like, we know what they're going to do. We know, that, okay, so let's say we all agree that Taylor Swift is going to be a psyop and she's going to be a tool of the globalists and blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. Cool. We know that's going to happen. What the Republicans are doing right now is whining about it. Instead of doing that, they need to get out there and they need to say, okay, well, we don't have anybody as popular as Taylor Swift, but maybe we have 50 people that we can combine together to get out there and, and work with us and get our message out there. You know, th there's a lot of, um, for example, there's a lot of rappers that are randomly, you know. Yeah, well, that comes out in the documents. The CIA is spending billions to get people to go for the Pfizer shot. There was no opposition groups with any money doing any of that because it's like we're not even on the game floor with them. Yes, exactly. We're not. I think that a lot of times it's very easy to say, you know, we're going to take the moral high ground. I think that's a cop out. I think that that's just an excuse for not doing anything. That's saying, oh, you know, they're doing this, they're doing that. They're going out there. This is one thing that that annoyed me so much, you know, when they showed these Democrats, uh, people like going door to door and helping people fill out their ballots and whatever. OK, cool. We can expose that. But why are not, why aren't we doing that? Why are, I mean, if that's fair game, then we should be doing that. This is just another example of that. Like we need to fight fire with fire. And if they're going to trot out Taylor Swift, then we have to find our own version of Taylor Swift instead of saying, hey, look, everybody, they're doing this with Taylor Swift. That's not going to stop her from registering 100,000 voters. It's not going to stop. So you've got to you've got to get out and stop virtue signaling and actually do something. I agree. I mean, they, they never should have taken the bait. But now that they've done it, Trump should, you know, come out and make a joke or something like, Melania's fine with it. I'm me and Taylor are marrying next yes, week. Yes, he or, should. Or just ignore it. Or, 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 or I can say, like, I was in a New York shopping center 25 years ago. can't remember what year. And Taylor came into the dressing room and, and, and you know, if I sue Taylor Swift for rape, even though she wasn't born then, <laughs> yeah. and if she says she's innocent, she says she's innocent. If I pick the right conservative jurisdiction, some little town in Alabama, then they'll give me $5 million for, uh, when Taylor says I didn't rape her. And of course, yeah. I'm being sarcastic. Taylor right. Swift did not rape me. But, but I'm just saying that's how crazy this is. Yeah, I think that they have to make a, a total joke about it. And um, 
and and well, she didn't hurt me, but she did, she did hurt my people. She did hurt my people. Yeah, well, yeah, I heard that, but uh, I heard that somewhere. But the the um that that's what Trump needs to do or or ignore it completely. The problem is the Republican establishment and talking heads have have glommed onto it. Fox News has glommed onto it because they yeah, care about ratings. Yeah, it's now out of the gate. So yeah, so it's now out of the gate. So what happens? Well, I think that you have to you have to. It's going to be another L. It's going to be another loss unless like Trump comes out and makes a joke about it. Um, say you know if Trump comes out and says he's a big fan of Taylor Swift, something like that. Very simple. He should say, I've chosen my VP. It's Taylor Swift. Yes, right. Exactly. VP Taylor Swift, or, you know, I'm going to make her, I'm going to offer her, um, you know, the, uh, some cabinet position of, of what, you know what I mean? Like something like that. Um, I think it would be how I would play it too, as opposed to like being like, oh my God, it's a psyop. You guys already fell for it. You're already doing all this free promotion for Taylor Swift. You're, 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 at, and sh sh we shouldn't be talking about Taylor Swift, but because we are, we're losing. So Trump should go out and make make a joke of it, you know, offer her position as cabinet Trump should or say, like, I've got these new cans of Taylor Swift smell invented right. by Joe Biden, and you crack it, he sniffs it. Yeah, that would be like perfect. That. Yeah, and I'd buy that. You know, like, he, he should put that, he should just put that market, you know, he's got to raise some money, so he should make that a product. Yeah, I think that um, also by taking the bait, the the right has allowed the left to print articles like this um, or not, uh, not like that, but print ultimate article where they're like, oh, Meg is losing their mind over Taylor Swift, blah, 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 blah. Instead of like, we should, he should, Trump should just embrace her. Cool. Go ahead. And because she, she, people act like she didn't endorse Biden in 2020. She did back then. So, yeah, but all Trump's got to do is say, I know Taylor's upset that, that George Soros owns her music, yeah. but I will buy her music and I will free her. Something yeah. Like that. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, that would be, yeah, Trump coming out as a Swifty or something like that. That's how you deal with this stuff. You don't dwell on it. And we're on like. Trump should start playing her music at the intro to his rallies. That would be great, too. Because then, of course, Taylor Swift would be forced to issue some sort of statement about it. How she didn't give him permission. He could be like, oh, I'm just such a big fan. You know, I, I just oh, I just couldn't help it. I just love this song. Yeah, he shouldn't be. Because people see like, I, I put a tweet out yesterday on X. Where there's like a little kid crying and it's like a bunny rabbit. It's mm. Taylor Swift. We're like scared of it. I mean, this is a joke. Right. We need to run against Joe Biden and the globalists, not against Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And that's 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 what they need to do. They need to stop getting distracted. That's what happens. Imagine they're like the average age of the Republican leader is like 80. Like, they got that Taylor Swift. Let's get her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, very, very bad. It's a huge tactical error. I know that Trump really hasn't gotten sucked into it uh, that I've seen, but the 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 conservative machine certainly has, and it's. Uh, well, I know Rogers advising him not to touch it. Hey, what do you make of Hollywood culture being rejected? What is Hollywood going to do now? You kind of answered this earlier. No. They have unlimited zombie funding, but do they not know how uncool they are? Because they've gone to not being important to not being cool. Like the, the magic's been gone for a decade, but now it's not just the magic's gone. It, it, it's like finding maggots in your refrigerator. It's like Hollywood is, is loath. Yeah. There's nothing about Hollywood that is, um, you know, there used to be anticipation there. You used to be fear of missing out. There used to be reverence for these Hollywood actors and actresses, but that's all gone now. I mean, we can see this in every award show is every year for the past two years is setting all time record lows for viewership. Um, I think what they're probably going to have to do is either continue to get infinite money, which then I don't have any answer for, but assuming that there isn't infinite money, 
they're going to have to get back to their roots and they're going to have to start um, putting out good product or go bankrupt. Now, if they're willing to crater the entire industry, fine. There'll still be indie um, uh, productions out there. There'll still be movies. But I think blockbusters and things like that are going to be few and far between these days. I mean, here's an example. Scorsese's a great filmmaker. All his films are either good or amazing. Mm -hmm. I couldn't finish Summer Moon or whatever it's called. Yeah. It was not paint drying on a wall. It was nails on a chalkboard. And it's like, obviously, he didn't direct it. He didn't make it. It's like they all know it's a joke. Yeah, I think that, you know, ultimately, they're, compl they're um, complacent because they just keep getting these big checks they're like, oh, this um, this is a director that's never directed anything, and we're going to give him a $250 million budget. Why? Well, because they checked the right diversity, equity, and inclusion checkboxes. I have a feeling that or money's... Like... Go ahead. Sorry, but it's like the new head of the new Star Wars franchise, this woman from Pakistan. She doesn't criticize Islam and slaving women. She says, I'm going to make Western men uncomfortable. Great, we're not going to watch your movie. Like, you don't want to make someone uncomfortable when they go see a movie. They, they just don't get it, but they have this feeling of power. Why are they so mad? Well, I think the West. It's, yeah, they're so. I think they're deeply unattractive, and I think that's part of it. I think that they're, they're, they've they a lot of these women just hate men. Um, a lot of these men hate men in Hollywood, and uh, I don't know if they had bad dads or what the situation is. But there's also been a kind of a prime directive in Hollywood where they've been kind of trashing men forever. Um, you know, men are always viewed as the butt of the joke. They're very few, very few you know, kind of good dad characters. You look at all the most popular television shows, the dads, you know, the Homer Simpson effect, the, you know, the Peter Griffin, Al Bundy, you know, they're all like, you know, losers um, who, uh, and, and which they is, admitted was a government directive starting in the seventies. Okay. Well, there, yeah. Yeah. So that's, they've had uh, the, the globalists have been on TV and admitted they were doing that. Yeah. So I think, I think people are done with, um, you know, done with kind of consuming that crap. I mean, there are still people that watch these like brain dead shows on TV, but fewer than ever right now. And that trend's going to continue. I really believe, and perhaps foolishly so, that eventually Hollywood's going to have to try to make some money and which is going to force them back into making good movies. They are capable of making good movies, but just not when they think, hey, let's start with uh, a person who is X, Y, and Z skin color, gender, sexuality, instead of, instead of starting with a good story. Do you put that person in Star Wars who hates men and wants to make men uncomfortable? That's fine. Cool. We're not going to see it. And then we know you're going to write the articles that say, well, my, white men just don't want to see Star Wars or men just rejecting. And by the way, women fine. don't want to watch it either. So, so moving from Hollywood, what's your prediction for social media? In 2024, I think you're going to see the widest and most effective um, censorship campaigns of primary uh, tech platforms being YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, um, and to a lesser extent, TikTok, um, because it works. Because it worked in 2020 and it worked in 2016, they've been getting better at it, which is why it's so important that you know people support independent you know uh, content creators and um, free speech supportive platforms. There are many out there Obviously, I'm favor Rumble, but X and um, BitChute, Odyssey, there's all sorts of options for people to consume content. I think people supporting those, supporting independent media is going to be more important than ever. People supporting Alex and you and your show, uh, me and my show directly. This is what gives us power because it's more difficult than ever to silence people 
Uh, but that's not going to stop them from trying. Sure. Well, let me kiss your ass for a minute because sure. I, I only have people on I'm a fan of. And, and there's a lot of great media out there. And I watch Jimmy Dore. I watch Joe Rogan. I watch Tucker Carlson. But I, I mean, I do type your name in at least twice a week to go see yeah. what you're saying. But I'll relax, have some fun. Really great commentary. Your other co-hosts, so many shows. I can't keep track of all your shows. But you guys, for just me coming on your show once, put a great five-minute promo together that I know would take us two, three days. And I got a big crew. So I don't know. You guys are just really talented. Hollywood would have a $10 million budget for that intro you did for me. They just can't compete. They just, they're done one way or another. I think they want to bring the whole system down with them. But, but shifting gears, you've been a big supporter of the Alex Jones video game. Sure, it's cheesy. It's fun. It was meant to be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I it love sure it. blew up at their face. What, what, you, you want to talk about that? Yeah, I just, I mean, I think that it's, uh, first and foremost, what's right about the Alex Jones video game is that it's a ton of fun. Um, and I think that a lot of times these type of things get out there and they forget that aspect. Hollywood has forgot that modern video games have forgotten that. Um, and I think it really bothered, um, you know, mainstream media that people actually loved it and people played it who were, you know, maybe not politically motivated. I mean, a lot of people were playing it, uh, big streamers were playing it and, um, having a lot of fun and it just shows another way to lead in um you know funding your own efforts and i think that it was a really genius move for you to put that out and i hope that there's more um you know there's a there's a part two or extra levels or something because i had a, i had a blast playing it i played it on stream for my viewers and i know a lot of them went out and bought it people love spending money on stuff to su support people that's also fun and, and that's um, how that we build the new economy, getting your coffee, supporting you. And again, mm -hmm. folks, it's a great show. You should tune into the quartering. How many shows do you do? Because I'm a fan. I can't keep track of it all. Uh, it's it's crazy. Yeah, well, basically right now, I just do my sh main show on the quartering, and then I live stream every single day on Rumble from 12 uh, to 2 Eastern, but you can watch it whenever. So I guess you're on a bunch of other shows, too. Yeah, I make, I make appearances on places like, um, you know, with all the Geeks and Gamers guys. Um, they kind of they're they're kind of the ones on um, who run Friday Night Tights and stuff like that. They're the ones I've I'm only just been a guest on there, but I'm obviously friends with all those guys. And um, so really, these are my two main. This is what I do now. I I have my daily show and um, I put out I put out my independent well, videos too. We should do a commercial free show sometime. Yeah, uh, here millions watch it. We should do a Friday Night Tights, but Saturday Night Tights or something. You guys Love should it. all come on. Yeah, we should all do a you know commercial free show. And you guys will run it. Yeah, I love it. And, um, you know, to anybody who um, who who, who uh, wants to know more about me, I mean, I would love if you just tuned into my my live stream or my show, um, you know, uh, after Alex is done, after you're done watching. I don't want to compete against Alex. I, 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 but... I don't care. We're not in competition. Yeah. Believe me. Yeah, no, no, no. I understand. But I hope people check out my videos. Um, or follow, you know, check me out on Twitter or anything like that. That's all. That's all. I'm glad. I'm really glad to be here. I had, I had a lot of fun, Alex. This is a great conversation. All right, Jeremy, thank you so much. Well, I don't feel super old, but I'm 50, like we can have. Yeah. And I just, the older you get, it's like in full metal jacket when the Marine Corps officers are like looking at all the new Marines, they go, oh, this is, they're surpassing us. Mm -hmm. That's what I look for. That's what I love. And that's my mission. And, and I just want to boost everybody. You boosted me. Jeremy, thank you so much. Thequartering.com. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Hey, thanks a lot, Alex. Uh, keep fighting, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk again soon, I'm sure. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, Jeremy. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yep. Take care. All right. 
Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, I might have to restart the software. Just hang on one. Are we back? Yeah, looks good. We are back. All right. Uh, I also want to remember. I also want to remind people that. Well, that was fun. I didn't know I'd be on for an hour. But uh, I hope I hope his audience enjoyed it. Um, this stream is sponsored by CBDistillery.com. Let me guess: your medicine cabinet is crammed with stuff that doesn't work. You still aren't sleeping, you still hurt, and you're stressed out. That's how it was for me. But I cleared out my medicine cabinet and reset my health with CBD from CBDistillery.com. It's been a real change, and it really has been. You know, I'll even show you the, the stuff I've been using um, every single day because, you know, I like to tell people or show people when I actually use the product. This is the one I'm, this is the one I'm using, but they have lots of other ones available. CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality clean ingredients. No fluff, no fillers, just pure effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm. 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. If you struggle with a health concern and haven't yet found relief, make the change like I did to CB Distillery. With over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source I trust. I have a 20% off discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com. Use code THEQUARTERING for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com. Code THEQUARTERING, cbdistillery.com. And the link's all. Oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <clears throat> Should be good now. Yeah. That was there was that was actually just like a weird software issue on my hundred percent on my end. Hundred percent on my end. Hundred percent. Did uh did I finish the C B distillery ad read? Uh, I want to say I'm gonna let I'm gonna let everyone know. Um, just wanted to report, I now own Friday night tights. Sorry, Jeremy. What's um What's Griggs's What's Griggs's um What's Griggs's uh I got to the discount code mostly. Okay. Um, what is, uh, Jeremy Griggs's, um, what is Jeremy Griggs's Twitter? D-Day Cobra, right? And neurotic. Alex Jones said so. So it must be. 
There we go. I wasn't going to correct him. You know, it's, it's not that big a deal. You know. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, I mean, the, the only reason he, I, he thinks that because I was on there, you know, when he, when he was on, I was on, you know, Alex just promoted Jeremy to the king of all tech streamers. Who's that? Oh, I am the king of all tech streamers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to break the momentum of the show. I, I felt like, you know, I'm 100% fine with the Geeks and Gamers crew getting some shine anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be funny to see Friday Night Tights. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, I thought that went pretty good. And you know what? I'm pretty glad that... I'm pretty pumped that we were able to, like, kind of just dual stream it. You know? That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I know they'll laugh. They'll 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 laugh. Hey, by the way, if you're here, speaking of not all tech, um if you haven't yet and you still use Facebook, can you make sure you follow, leave a like and follow my Facebook page? I had to restart from scratch. I had 17,000 and now down to 2.8. I need to get, if there, I think there's a couple hundred of you who still use Facebook. It's facebook.com slash the quartering news. Go over to that page, leave a like and follow it. I would greatly, 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 greatly appreciate it. Um, really, 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 really. If you use it, you know, you don't have to tell me you don't use it, but if you did, you, if you do use it, please leave a like and follow the page. Facebook.com slash quartering news, the quartering news. Sorry. Um, other news. I think we covered basically everything. You know, I was going to cover. Oh, this was one thing I was going to cover. Um, Tell, yeah, tell all the boomers that you know if you don't use it. Um, it's still an important asset to try and... I'm trying so to... For the past. You know, trying to get into a situation where I can save some people. There are millions of people on Facebook. Millions. 
what was weird is like, it's so weird how it's like a different audience. Like what a lot of people don't understand and because I'm so smart and good smelling, I do is that like my Twitter audience is, is very different than my YouTube audience. And my rumble audience is very different than my YouTube audience. And just like those two things are true. My Facebook audience, the, the audience on Facebook is also very different and they're like completely different people. Um, I grew my page. Well, Alex did the girl that is in charge of it now got up to 17,000 followers there and, and none, hardly any of them had ever heard of my YouTube channel. Thousands of them had never heard of it because they just spend all day on Facebook. So it's like, I'm hoping that I can, you know, inspire some more people to come to the live show by finding them on Facebook, you know? That's what I'm hoping. There's definitely a candidate. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, there was a point where a video game came out two years ago, roughly, I think, called The Last of Us 2. And it was probably the most hated video game in a very long time. And not really for any of the gameplay reasons or because it was buggy or any of that issue. Those were actually, the issues were relatively small in terms of that, but people hated the narrative the uh the way they handled the way they denigrated a beloved character in the series and right now there is actually a worse backlash going on right now and that is in a new dc video game uh for that squad um a game called end the justice league uh, a game that was pulled almost immediately on its release and has been doing nothing but pissing off fans for the past couple of days and the game's not even fully out yet. So the game is called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, all right? And you can see, according to Metacritic, there's really no reviews on it. I don't know if it's a PS5 exclusive or I just happen to pull up PS5, but this is a game that has, you know, crappy live service, meaning, you know, it's not a standalone player, you need to have, uh, you know, you need to be online all the time, which sucks. But what's interesting is people actually care about these characters. People actually care about Batman, about, you know, these characters in the video games. And the way they treated the passing of Batman in this game was one of the most disrespectful uh, infuriating things that people had ever seen. So the title of the game, you shouldn't be surprised to see that, you know, Batman and the flash and wonder woman, you know, they all get, uh, they all get off because they're in the justice league. It's all about the game is about ending the justice league. Okay. And you have Harley Quinn and other characters and things like that doing that. But what happened was the game comes out immediately leaks the ending, you know, and what's interesting, you know, is you see 
Chris Reagan writes, I think people are being babies about this game. Honestly, there's a lot of that looks bad about it. It's Arkham connection is dumb, bad UI, live service, etc. But I'm seeing a lot of people upset that the Suicide Squad aren't morally upstanding people and it's mega goofy criticism because essentially you have um, a situation where they end the Flash, they kill the Flash and they literally piss on his corpse. Um, Harley Quinn... Uh, literally just blasts Batman in the face unceremoniously. Anyone, and then Mahler saying, anyone seeing the game called Suicide Squad kill the Justice League and you thought they would be nice, should be, shouldn't be trusted to poop without a helmet. Writers can imagine a hell of a lot more figuratively and literally pisses on corpse when uh, ending beloved characters. You know, I think that um, the idea that you have Harley Quinn killing Batman being a perfect representation of what DC has done to itself over the past few years. Everybody's pretty tired of Harley Quinn, to be honest with you. But people are not upset that the characters die. They're upset that they die in an extremely disrespectful manner. And also, you see this, um, King Shark taking, uh, you know, the ring from Green Lantern, not even understanding how it works. You see, Rocksteady devs don't even understand how and why Green Lantern's rings work. What a trash effing game. This having 10,000 likes. I don't know if that, that music can't probably, they probably just added that to the background. Of course, Yellow Flash, King Shark would not even be able to use that ring. WTF, did anyone from DC Comics even help with this game? In Paladin writing, he would be a Red Lantern, if anything. These people could not care less about the lore. It's just a weird virtue signal for people whose morality is inverted. Perhaps a missed opportunity because a Red Lantern King Shark would actually be kind of cool. It's ultra low effort and... People don't understand, you know, the basics of the lore. Now, I'm not a deep lore expert on obscure DC characters, but I didn't buy the game. You know, it's not a game that I care about. But the thing is, people do care about it. The people that do did buy it. And, and, and I am certainly more aware of the bigger picture of all these junk, like crappy developers who come along and didn't create anything um, just destroying it. You see, when Harley ends Batman with a revolver, you hear a round eject and the clatter on the ground. Lamont, no one in the office has ever fired a gun or read a Green Lantern comic. And I, I mean, it's like, I just, it's, the backlash has been like so insane. I don't think, I mean, this is like the Last of Us 2 level. It's the Last of Us 2 level. So this guy ends up putting, you know, the final scene of Arkham Batman, everybody. 
So I won't go through that. And to make it abundantly clear, before some stupid a-hole goes, it's cool the Justice League, you can still kill a character uh, and have it be tasteful and feel wrong and be respectful. This is none of that. Finally, a game for Kotaku journalists to enjoy. The game is, you know, again, people keep saying the name of the game is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. It's still garbage. People wanted a heroic death for Batman, not this crap. No, Joker used to be real good at hurting people with words. Actually, I'll get, I'll probably get claimed on this. By the way, here's what's funny. One of the most hilarious parts, it's a revolver. You can see that it is a revolver and they still make a, it sound like a, a Shelly Jack. No, Joker. Hear that? <laughs> you can hear the shell, the casing bounce on the ground, except her weapon's a revolver. Nobody, nobody cares about like, it's all little stuff like that. Like, it's all little stuff like that. And then you see basically Batman and it disgracefully flash Larry pissed on Wonder Woman gets self-sacrificing with sad music, serious death scene. And you see this, what? They managed to kill a Justice League member without denigrating them? Impossible. Well, the only reason, the only reason they did is because it was a woman. And you see their villains are supposed to disrespect, yet they'd never write a scene of one of them, one of the squad whipping his junk out and pissing on the hero's corpse with Diane, a Diana, because it's safe to do it. The Flash, uh, to the Flash, but sexism to degrade Wonder Woman, which is why they narratively leave her alone. So Wonder Woman gets a, gets a heroic death. Oh. Roasted. It should have killed him. He'll recover. Be prepared. Shark, help me carry her in. So they treat her like a, a hero because it's a woman. But they pissed on the Flash and Harley Quinn just shot Batman in the face. That's what people are pissed off about. That's what people are mad about. Not the fact that they actually kill the characters. You know, I, I don't, I don't really understand why people can't see that. You see fans outraged by Rocksteady's handling of hero deaths and suicide squad kill the justice league. Did you think they'd become friends? It's out now in early access and, and despite needing to go offline twice so far, and a lot of pre-release doom and gloom seems like a decent enough game but despite literally being called kill the justice league with associated trophies for doing so some fans genuinely are upset that developer rocksteady will go through this game's premise again this game push square deliberately misunderstanding why people are mad it's more of how the developers decide to finish off certain characters which is causing the upset but we won't ruin the specifics for you here. Vague spoilers to follow. As what you would expect in Kill the Justice League, players need to actually do that, but only those under control of supervillain Brainiac, specifically the Flash, Green Lantern, Superman, and Batman. It's that last one that ruffled some feathers. 
and it's how the world's greatest detective dies deemed a disservice to the late great Kevin Conroy by some. iGen has the scene in question for those curious. Conroy, of course, passed in 2022, and for many, his performance as a character is a definitive one, voicing the Dark Knight in the award-winning game Batman the Animated uh, and the award-winning Batman the Animated Series. More pertinent to our purview, Conroy voiced Batman in Rocksteady's Arkham series games, of which Suicide Squad is a spin-off. Everyone is entitled to their opinion, of course, but this is a Rocksteady story, and they're entitled to follow how they like. Yeah, I mean, sure. I guess. The game literally destroys everything Batman Arkham. I can't understand why Rocksteady would belittle the Justice League heroes just to elevate the Suicide Squad. Um, you know, I can't. I find it incredible Rocksteady would piss over the character that made them... Uh, like this for epic Arkham games, all for this. It's Batman to get brainwashed and Robin and others and get headshot by Harley Quinn. The game can burn as far as I'm concerned. So pe people are pissed about this game, and I understand why. You could have given him a heroic fight, you know, a self-sacrificing fight in the end. He saves somebody, sacrifices himself, but instead, they literally just piss on their bodies, which is... Pathetic. But that's modern gaming. Zero out of ten must miss. Must miss. All right, everyone. With that, I'm going to jump off for the day. I hope you enjoyed the stream. Uh, I hope you had a good time. And uh, if you get a chance, please do go follow my Facebook page at facebook.com slash thequarteringnews. And uh, I'm going to get to work on putting out the solo videos. We'll see you tomorrow. Um.